Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But we go from one great quarterback to another great quarterback. We just switch divisions a little bit. We go from NFL to college, and we go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline again and bring in Steve Hellwagon of 247 Sports and Bucknuts.com. Steve, thank you so much for spending some time with me on Memorial Day. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just celebrating the holiday. Uh mowed the yard and working on the grill, getting it ready for grilling season, and, we and here we go. There we go. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Summer uh, is, is upon us. I think Memorial Day is the, the unofficial start of the summer for a lot of different individuals. For me, you know, I look at uh, summer coming around, and the first thing I look at is spring game, spring practice, um, and I'm looking forward to two-a-days and, and, and fall camp coming up. Um, you know, I sometimes, Steve, uh, as, as a Division One player, sometimes st- – I still get sick to my stomach a little bit because it's yeah. like this time of the year, you know, camp is coming, you know, it's going to be hot. You know, you got the running test coming up. Uh, some of those, some of those summer workouts, if you're down on campus are brutal uh, getting ready for fall camp. But uh, I will say to the Ohio state Buckeyes, um, you know, they have one of the best teams, best teams in the country. Um, I said it early and often. I think, uh, Ohio State and Alabama will go wire to wire. I think Texas A&M will have a little something to say. Before we get to C.J. Stroud and Trevion Henderson and all those guys, what do you make of uh, Jimbo Fisher in uh, Texas A&M and Alabama thing? I haven't got a chance to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, it was kind of interesting here a week or 10 days ago that all kind of came out. And uh, I think for a lot of people who cover college football and recruiting, there were a lot of raised eyebrows that Texas A&M signed the number one class when they haven't recruited anything like that in the past. And Jimbo Fisher has never recruited that kind of a class previously. And so I think people looked at it and uh, what's been kind of put out there was that they used uh, name, image, and likeness uh, money to induce kids to come to Texas A&M. And that was not what name, image, and likeness was intended to be. It was intended to reward the college athletes who are already on campus and uh, allow them to prosper off, you know, their hard work and what they've accomplished. It wasn't intended uh, to be used by schools or boosters or whoever, uh, third parties, to, to get kids to come to that school. And Jimbo Fisher has denied any wrongdoing. And, of course, Nick Saban danced all around it and, basically called them uh, everything but uh, crooked. And, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, in college football, 
you know, if you're not, you're not cheating, you're not trying, you know, that type of thing. So right. I don't know. I, I look at it and, uh, I think that, uh, you know, again, Nick Saban plays the, you know, we don't cheat, but they do card. And I think that there's some, some shenanigans going on just about everywhere to be very honest with you, but uh, nobody ever wants to call the NCAA or turn anybody in. You don't want to be labeled as a as a troublemaker in that regard. So, uh, but they don't have any problem naming names in the media and and doing these kind of things. So, to me, it was just a big dust up, and no one really talks about the fact of the matter that the NCAA. Uh, which, you know, this comes back on the schools. The schools never empowered the NCAA to come up with any meaningful rules on this to say you can do this and you can't do that. It's all just kind of uh, very much a gray area. And uh, in a lot of cases, it's it's laws within states that allow uh, athletes to receive money as opposed to whatever the NCAA came up with. So in lieu of the fact the NCAA really doesn't have a clear policy, you know, what, what are the rules? We, we really don't know. And uh, I think that's, that's the sad part. Uh, but, you know, to put a bow on it, Dabo Sweeney, a guy that I don't, uh, you know, see eye to eye with on a lot of things from Clemson, said that we're going through a three- or four-year period of transition here in college football with the transfer portal and the name, image, and likeness and everything else that kind of goes along with that, and that in three or four years we're going to come out the other side of this there will be strict, you know, rules in place and everybody will know what, what's legal and what isn't in the, the game, the sport, college athletics will be in a better place. It's just right now we're, we're kind of going up that hill on the roller coaster and nobody knows uh, what, what the rules are or what to expect. Talking to Steve Elwanger on North Florida State Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, let's get to a, a couple of guys who you know. Look, well, if, you, if it's about name, image, and, image and likeness, these guys sure would probably be getting it. Um, we, we we look at C.J. Stroud, uh, a guy last year. It was kind of funny, man. Uh, C.J. Stroud, his first couple of games, people had talked about you know trying to replace him with with some of the other backups, some of the other highly touted quarterbacks. Um, that were, you know, fighting for, for playing time and fighting for that position before C.J. Stroud won it. And, you know, he just – all he does is come out uh, after the Oregon game and just, you know, completely just start shredding defenses, man. Just, I mean, 300, 400 yards a game. Uh, you know, had uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, both guys are, are first-round picks. Now you got uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba is a guy – uh, who who is you know he, coming off one of the best games I've ever seen as a receiver putting up those cutting yards uh, in, in the Rose Bowl and then also talking a little bit about you know some of the other guys behind him we've all Marvin Harrison Jr. we've heard about him for a long period of time you know people are raving about him you know what is you know what is the ceiling uh, for for this Ohio State offense and I asked Ryan Day I said hey. You guys kind of went from, you know, uh, you know, under Urban Meyer uh, uh, with Zeke Elliott and, and some of those other guys, um, J.K. Dobbins running the ball a whole lot. Now you guys are, are, are one of the, the most prolific passing and you're known for receivers now. Um, how, what is the ceiling for this passing game? And do you think that they can pass the production they had last year with all those first round picks at receiver? Yeah, that's a good question because you take Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave out of the mix. That's two gaping holes there at the wide receiver position. You've got Jackson Smith, the Jigba, and obviously what those guys did uh, on national TV in the Rose Bowl, everybody saw it. 
He uh, Stroud threw for over 500 yards, and Smith the Jigba had three touchdowns and over 300 yards receiving, both records for the Rose Bowl that may never be broken. And I look at it, and I, I just see uh, one of the magazines that's already out, uh, Lindy's, has both those guys as first-team All-Americans and has Stroud listed as their favorite to win the Heisman Trophy over Bryce Young, who just won it this past year and is back at Alabama. So uh, that tells you that a lot of people have taken notice of what Ohio State and C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith, the Jigba, have done. But having said that, you got to go back out and prove it again against uh, a new schedule in 2022, and everybody's going to be gunning for you. And so you got to bring it every week. And if you don't, you can get knocked off. I mean, they lost two games last year to Oregon and Michigan, although a lot of that was due to the to the defense Ohio State put on the field wasn't uh, up to stuff. But uh, if they find guys to replace uh, Olave and Wilson, I think that they're going to be right back up there again, pushing 500 yards offense and 50 points or 45 points a game, whatever it was, and and be right up there among the top producing teams in, in college football. And when you do that and you put that much stress on the opposing defense, it just makes it harder and harder for the opponent to, to win the game, obviously, to, uh, to try and match that point total. So uh, to me, I think Ohio State is, is kind of, as you alluded to, the favorite in the Big Ten and favored to, to make it all the way to the championship game and, and take their shot at Alabama and, and just see uh, – if that's how it shakes out, just see how it happens. But, uh, you know, obviously uh, 13 weeks of football from point A to point B uh, to prove it and to get there in the end. And uh, it's going to be a fun year, I think, for Ohio State fans. I mean, eight home games for the Buckeyes this year and uh, something just unbelievable to have Notre Dame and Michigan on the home schedule and not to mention Wisconsin and Iowa as well. So, uh, some really good games coming to Ohio Stadium this year, and uh, Buckeyes look like they're up to the task. Yeah, I, I really like you know, and I'm I'm all for it. you know Ohio State. Um, you know, I, I love the fact that you know, especially when they can get a good non-conference opponent. I'm all for it. I know Ohio State is, is does a good job of playing. You know, some of the the teams, MAC teams around um, locally, um, and those are big games. Let's not be be just be clear about that. Those are big games for MAC teams, um, whether that's Miami, Bowling Green, Ohio, Kent, Akron, whoever the case may be. Those are huge games and an opportunity for those teams to to earn a really big payday and to help out their athletic program. But if I'm going to be a little stingy and if I'm going to be a little uh, honest, I, I definitely would like to see them play the big guys. I thought um, I, I really enjoyed them playing Oregon last year. Um, some of the great games, I go back and I've been in the time machine a little bit on YouTube and checking out some of those games. Uh, really, The Texas home and home, loved it. Loved the Oklahoma home and home. I thought those were two really successful uh, games. Uh, go back and I remember the Notre Dame game, the Notre Dame home and home uh, in the early 90s that I, I really looked at as well. Uh, and, and this is going to be one of those type games. I, I Also, the, you know, the Buckeyes play USC at a home and home. This is one of the games I'm looking forward to in the season. Uh, Marcus Freeman, you know, coach at Notre Dame now. Um, is there any little added bonus to that game? Are you, are you a little uh, excited to see that game uh, and what to expect from uh, out of uh, the Notre Dame uh, fighting Irish? Yeah, I mean, you look at Notre Dame and they were a top 10 team, you know, all last season. I think they ended up maybe fifth in the playoff standings just outside 
the top four, and uh, they lost their bowl game to Oklahoma State, as I recall. Uh, they had a big lead and, and just couldn't stop Oklahoma State on uh, on defense. And so um, I think, obviously, uh, they're going to have a new quarterback, and Marcus Freeman, his first regular season game as the head coach, he was the acting head coach for the bowl game last year. And uh, playing, again, at his alma mater, Ohio State, and, and some people could say, you know, in his late 30s that maybe this is uh, – too young for him to take over as a head coach at a place like Notre Dame, but uh, they really believe in him, the leadership there, and it is a tough assignment to go in and play one of the top two teams in the country in their stadium. Uh, it is interesting. You ticked off some of the home-and-home home series that they've had, and uh, the Notre Dame game back in 1995 uh, was one of the biggest games, I think, that I could remember in my lifetime at Ohio Stadium, just the uh, the anticipation because the teams hadn't played in 60 years. They had played clear back in the 1930s uh, when Ohio Stadium was only 10 or 15 years old. Uh, the stadium's now, uh, this will be the 101st year, I think, at Ohio Stadium coming up. So it's kind of crazy that they're playing in this stadium now in their second century. But, uh, but again, Notre Dame is only coming in for the third time ever. So, and it's only the seventh time all time that the teams have played. Ohio State's four and two all time against uh, Notre Dame. Uh, won both those games in the '90s and have beaten them twice in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, I believe one of them was in 2005 season, and the other was the 2015 season. And uh, so they've won. Most people who are living and listening to us right now have never seen Notre Dame beat Ohio State, and. Uh, so, uh, again, Ohio State 4-0 since the mid-90s against Notre Dame. And, and playing at home, they're going to be uh, – they've already been installed as a two-touchdown favorite uh, to win that game at home. So, uh, it's going to be a, a great environment and a great way to kick off the season. College game day will be in Columbus that first Saturday. And, again, just uh, Ohio State will go up to South Bend next year. Uh, it won't be the first game of the season. It'll be the second or third game of the season. But uh, – that that's in the offing and then they've got more series coming up i think texas is in the offing i want to say georgia potentially down the line in a few years and alabama i believe as well but that's at least another decade away i think before they're going to play a home and home with alabama which is almost unprecedented so uh yeah they've got some big things on tap but uh, they're playing one big themed opponent Every year, they're also going to play Arkansas State from the Sun Belt Conference and Toledo, uh, obviously from the MAC. And it's interesting. The last time they played Toledo was 2011, and it was the year Luke Fickle was the head coach, and Ohio State was missing some players because of suspensions and whatever from the tattoo gate thing. And uh, they only beat Toledo 27 to 22 in uh, 2011. So, uh, you know, they're going to commit and give, uh, give Ohio State their best shot, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, really quickly, before we let you go, uh, you know, if you had to guess, um, you know, we haven't even talked about Travion Henderson, um, Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, and, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud. If you had to pick, um, do you have a, a favorite uh, or a dark horse for the Heisman? Yeah, I would say uh, – Stroud would be the favorite. I would think Smith and the Jigba could put up some of those kind of highlight real plays that a receiver needs to make 
kind of like we saw with Devontae Smith uh, from Alabama a couple of years ago when he won it and uh, could be that guy. But Stroud's numbers are going to be astronomical if he stays healthy and if the offensive line performs the way that they should. I'm not sure Henderson will get enough carries or yards, even though he's going to be their number one running back. I don't envision him rushing for 1,800 yards. I think he was around 12 or 1,300 last year. But they've still got Mayan Williams, who's going to be there, and some other young guys that are going to take some of it. And, uh, you know, the hope is that they're able to get up, you know, 28 points by halftime on some of these teams and get some of the other young guys in the games and keep the big three, you know, as you mentioned, keep those guys healthy because when the season gets, you know, into week seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, games are going to get tougher in the big 10. And that's when you want to see those guys on the field, obviously. So, and then obviously get into big 10 championship if you make it and uh, play off after that, if you make that. So it's a long season, uh, possibly 15 games long for these guys. And I know coach Dale manage it the best way that he can. I would put my money on Stroud. I kind of agree with Lindy's that he's going to put up numbers that uh, will probably dwarf whatever Bryce Young does at Alabama, as good as he may be. But uh, to me, I just think Stroud and Ohio State, uh, they're looking real good for the first 13 or 14 games. But, uh, you know, that one, if it comes down to it, them against Alabama, what do you do there? I don't know. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll see how the season plays out and see who gets there in the end. Steve, thank you so much for dropping in on me on Memorial Day. You and your family have a great one. Uh, and get that grill ready for, for, the, for the barbecue and cookouts later on. Yes, sir. Same to you. Take care. All right. Steve Hellwagon on this, uh, of 24-7 Sports and Bucknuts.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 